What's the point of the list that he's talking about? I don't know. Like, is it a punishment list? I think it's like a shit list. A shit list? What happens when you stab Chris Jericho in the back? All right, all right, calm down, guy. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is his new, this is new shtick. Yeah. Could be putting people on a shit list. Mhm. Oh, that's nice. Ah, Samoa Joe, that's my boy. Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of Just a Little Sip. I am your host, Joe Arceo. Um, uh, if you didn't hear my guest tonight for just a little bit, in and out, will be my lovely wife, Fact Check Robin. Say hi, babe. Yo. Yeah, nice. And then um, we have our lovely dog who's asleep on the couch per usual. Um, as it turns out, she is one years old today. <laughs> she... She's a, a full year. Today is 320 uh, She was born last year and raised on the streets until just, uh, what, like five months ago? Six months ago? Have we had her for six months? No. no. We've only had her for like three or four. We got her in December. Oh, December. That's right. She got picked out of the... She got taken out of the pound in October. Ah, Okay. So ba- she was living on the streets for half her, life. half her life, six months, and then now she's living in a home. And babe, huh? You know, you know what that means. She's been living on the streets. Uh, for half her life. No, she's, what? She's more of a G than you. <laughs> she's more of a G. Uh huh. How about you? Why am I? Why is she automatically more of a G than me? How about you? I work in the ghetto. <laughs> That makes me more of a G than you. No, well, but you know, I'm a... You're a suburban kid. Through and through. You you ain't lying. (laughs) I'm so suburban. Oh, yeah, you used to live in Chicago, right? Yeah, I used to live in Chicago. Before before you met me. Yep. And you became a suburban wife. Yep. Oh, my God, I am so... I'm so soft. I'm like a cotton ball. Yep. Just, you're like, you're like a coffin nail that's hard, and then Storm is like a diamond, super hard, and I'm just like, you're just there, a Tempur-Pedic mattress that's just super soft and wraps around your body. (laughs) But, um. Over the weekend, uh, Rob and I, we did watch a, a movie. Um, this particular movie was not Beauty and the Beast. Uh, we thought that Beauty and the Beast would definitely be busy and sold out. But I still want to see it. Of course. Of course. We still want to see it. But um, instead, we ended up watching uh, Logan um, in the theaters. And... Um, so, with Logan, this will be a spoiler-rich episode. Um, Logan, hi Storm, you're awake now? Logan has been out in theaters for about three weeks now. And if you haven't seen it yet, um, basically if you haven't seen it yet, that just means you don't want to see it. Um, 
basically that was just that's what it means to me. Those people that really wanted to watch the movie, they've already seen it. And so if you are listening to this and you haven't watched Logan yet and you don't want any spoilers, turn it off. Ow! Ow! Jesus! My dog. <laughs> she... Storm woke up and now she's uh, climbing over me and... Never mind, she's going to her other spot on the couch. But major if, dingus. Major dingus. But uh, if you wanted to watch Logan... Um, and you, you, you don't want any spoilers, I'm telling you right now, right now, to turn it off in five, four, turn it off, three, keep going, two, turn it off now, one, last chance, zero. Okay, here comes the spoiler talk of, um, Logan. So, Logan is the story of, um, James Howlett, who has, for whatever reason, grown older in his time um, in in the in this storyline. Uh, we don't know why he's growing older, but it's the fact that it has something to do with his adamantium. Um, for whatever reason, the adamantium might be messing with his immune system, might be messing with his healing factor, um, maybe because it's a foreign object, um, and your body doesn't do well with foreign objects. And, you know, it tries its best to fight it or get rid of it. But since it's attached to his his skeleton, um, maybe all the energy of his healing factor is going to trying to get rid of the, the um, adamantium. But it's causing him to just age. Um, I don't necessarily think he's aging like a normal person. But let's just say that he's old. He, he's older. Even though he's hundreds of years old. Um... According to the movies, according to mythology, he's a couple hundred years old, but uh, in this, he looks like he's... How old do you think he looks like in the movie, babe? Maybe 50s. 50s? Or 60s. 60s? Yeah, 60s sounds good. Uh, gray hair, scars everywhere. His body's not healing like it used to. Um, so he's basically... Uh, he's old. He's an older man. And um, during this time... In his life, um, all the X-Men are dead. Um, It's only him and Professor X are the only two surviving X-Men. But they also live with another mutant, um, Caliban, who's a tracker, a mutant tracker. Um, And and according to the movie, there hasn't been a a mutant born in, in, in... 25 years. 25 years. Thanks, babe. I knew you'd remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, so, they are basically three, as far as we know in this in the movie, they are the three last remaining uh, mutants on Earth. Um, we don't know exactly what happened to the other mutants, but there was a scene in, in the movie where they may have, might have alluded to... Um, Professor X maybe lost control of his power and killed most of, if not all, the mutants in the world, including the X-Men. Um, it was a little, it was quick, it was on the radio, and then it said, like, including, like, uh, deaths of, um, mutants and including the X and then Logan turn off the radio. So, it's just, it, it kind of teased it out there, it didn't really say, but it, we we can assume Professor X 
lost control of his power, and then he killed um, at least the X-Men. Um, in this in this story, um, Professor X is old, oh, much, much older, um, and he's suffering from um, ALS, Alzheimer's, um, seizures. seizures, and the seizures are what's the, uh, the biggest concern for Logan right now. Because of the fact that it's like, um, he, whenever he has these seizures, uh, seizures, Professor X can't control his powers anymore. He makes everyone, uh, into almost like a paralysis by, um, more or less frying their brain. And they can't move, they can't do anything. Um, but the only one that can withstand it is basically Logan for probably because of the fact that he has the the healing factor or whatever's left of it he's able to kind of fight it off for a little bit and then little parts of the movie in, in uh, little uh, segments or throughout the movie there we go um, Professor X does have these seizures and Logan has to somehow give him his meds give him his anti-seizure meds um, but the coolest part of Professor X I think, is that they turn him into like an an old man, a grandpa. Uh, you're like um, they turn him. So I used to work. <laughs> uh, that's loud. Uh, I used to work in a nursing home, and he definitely they they made him into like one of the residents that I used to take care of. Just very um, senile, very uh, demanding, very. Um, and it's just, it's just, uh, it was just weird because of the fact that whenever you think of Professor X, whenever you think of Charles Xavier, you think of someone who's regal, who's someone who is always proper, who is always, um, you know, n- knowledgeable, always uh, just, just like a shoulder to cry on. He's that guy. He's that guy that you go to whenever you need a, a, a some you know, wisdom, some, some advice. He's just so, so knowledgeable and so, so, um, almost, almost feels like royalty. But then in this movie, he, he's old, senile. It made me laugh and cry at the same time because of the fact that you can see how, how vulnerable Professor X is and has become. Um, it's just the fact that it seems like, um, he, he can't do anything for himself. Um, there's this one part where him and Logan were actually arguing, and then towards the end of the argument, um, he just tells Logan, like, Logan, I have to pee. <laughs> That's, And then they they go into the bathroom, and then, they, you know, Logan's picking him up, and he puts him on the toilet, and then he tells Logan, I can't go when you're looking at me. Trust me, I'm not watching. Like, that's that's something that, like, I have done plenty of times in the nursing home just like i'm not watching just just keep going just go do your thing I'm, i'll yell at me when you need my help S- stuff like that and hold on does that wrestler have a filipino star in his trunks um, is he filipino i think so that is that is yep. a filipino sudden stars yep. who is that guy sorry we have monday night raw on playing in the background and this guy with shiny pants his name's TJ Perkins? That's such a Filipino name. That's so <laughs> He's got to be half, right? Probably. Oh, I think I found my new favorite wrestler. TJ Perkins. Uh-huh. Um, just not. This is not saying that I'm into wrestling no anymore. No, 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 no. 
I don't I don't like it. It's just that I'm glad to see that one of our own are being represented in the the squared circle. That's that's good to know. Um, but yeah, uh, so Logan is basically taking care of Professor X, and also, um, well, fuck, he just lost, didn't he? God damn it. T.J. Perkins just lost? Yep. Garbage. <laughs> no wonder I stopped watching wrestling. Boo! Um, so he's, he's, uh, taking care of Professor X, and then, um, He's also living with Caliban. Caliban is helping taking care of Professor X as well. Uh, during this time, Logan is trying to um, is working is working, doing odd jobs, uh, trying to earn enough money for them to buy a boat so they can just sail and live on the sea. Um, at this time, Logan is working as an Uber driver, and I want to watch the movie. Where it's Logan being the world's worst Uber driver. It just seems... Because they they did a little montage of him um, picking people up, dropping people off, doing that thing. And it's it's just like drunk people, wedding wedding reception, people at prom, um, like asshole businessmen. um, People at one point tried to... To steal his rims um, from his from his car, babe. Did you did you notice his limo? It looked pretty awesome. It's a Chrysler three hundred. A Chrysler three hundred limo. Yeah. It was pretty sick looking. It was a, a twenty. To be specific, a twenty four Chrysler three hundred stretch limo. Well, that looked great. Yep. It looked pretty awesome, but um. But yeah, he's working as the world's uh, worst Uber driver, and then he's picking up people, and then when people try to steal the the rims off of his car, when I say that this movie finally encompassed encompassed the the violence, the the aggression of 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 Wolverine and how how it should have been should always have been shown, um, because he he has basically. Knives coming out of his of his arms of his of his of his fists, just knives. Of course, he's gonna he's gonna be cutting people. He's gonna be you know there's gonna be blood. And when I say blood, I mean he's like like cutting people and there's blood spraying everywhere. But he's he's like shoving his his claws into people's skulls. And it's coming out the other end. This is this is what Logan was supposed to be since since the beginning in X Men One. Um, I think the worst thing that they could have done in this movie is made it PG thirteen and cut all that out. Um, this movie needed that Wolverine needed that type of um, violence um, just because that's just who he is in the comic books. He kills. A bunch of people. And in the movies, he kills like one, two at the most. And it makes no sense. Um, because again, he's got fucking like indestructible claws, indestructible knives coming out of his hands. Um, of course he's going to be killing people. So the violence and the, and, and the action in this movie, they're super top-notch, super gritty. Um, it's just, it's really good. Uh, and then 
throughout the movie, you can see that Logan is getting hurt, is getting injured. Like, he'll have gunshot wounds. Yes, they're healing, but it takes them, oh, I don't know, like 10 minutes to an hour to heal. Um, they're, they're, they don't heal like they did in the previous movies where the bullet would just pop out and then the wound would close. He would, he would be suffering for a little bit and then, and then the bullet would pop up and then the wound would slowly close. So you could tell that he's old, battered Wolverine. Um... So he's he's the world's worst Uber driver, and then all of a sudden he gets a call, basically from um, a lady, um, wasn't it Gabriella? Yeah. Um, to ask um, Logan to drive them to North Dakota, um, and then with her is a little girl. Uh, her name is Laura, and um, basically Gabriella is scared out of her mind. She wants Logan to take them to North Dakota, but Logan doesn't know why. Um, Logan refuses at first, but then she gives him um, a ton, like $20,000, I think it was, and then she said, you'll get 30 more when we get to North Dakota. So he decided to think about it. He goes back home. He's telling Charles, like, hey, I'm going to be back. Uh, give me a couple of days. We're going to go, and then it's going to be it's going to be fine. We're going to get our boat. It's going to be good. So then he uh, tells Charles that he go. they go back to... The, the the motel where Gabriella was, and it turns out Gabriella has is dead now. Um, she has died. Um, we don't know why her throat has been slit. Um, and he's trying to look around for the rest of the money, but then finds her cell phone instead. Um, then he goes back home uh, to to where Professor X is, and it turns out the people that killed Gabriella are. Did they say what their names were? No. Just a secret government organization. To be honest, I don't remember the name of their organization. All you need, all you know, is like they had metal arms. They called themselves Enhanced, um, but the guy had like a, a metal robot arm, which was pretty cool. Um, and it turns out that they were following him because they thought they would lead. Or Logan would lead them to Laura because they couldn't find her. Turns out she was in the trunk, and Charles has been communicating with Laura uh, telepathically uh, for a little while now because of the fact that it seems like Laura is the or one of the last um, mutants um, that had been born, or or later on you find out in the movie that they were made. Um, so the the government or whoever are after Laura, trying to. To find um, find her and take her back to wherever uh, wherever she came from, but then um, when they were trying to find her, take her back, she was hiding in his trunk, and um, she hid out in the house, and they surrounded the house and tried to go inside and get her, but then it seems like um, once you don't know what she does or what happened or what's going on, but. Once she walks outside, you see her holding what looks like a deflated football or maybe a deflated soccer ball in her hand, um, and then she throws it to the rest of the people, and you find out it's a it's a head of one of the guys that she was that she was fighting with. Um, she just throws the head, and then she slowly walks up to the rest of the crowd that's that's after her, and then you can see that two claws slowly coming out of each hand. Um, it turns out that Laura is the clone. 
um, the female clone of Logan, also known as X-23. X-23 is um, basically the 23rd attempt to make a Logan clone. Um, it turns out that they tried 23 t- or 22 times with uh, trying to make a male clone. Um, this is the comic books now. Uh, they tried 22 times to make a male clone, but on the 23rd time they decided to try and do... Uh, and those, attempt, those attempts failed for whatever reason. But then on the 23rd try, they tried to make the Logan clone a female. And they succeeded. Embryo, she grew up, she's like, what, 10, 12 in this movie? Probably. And then, um, and it turns out that she, she's just like Logan except obviously younger and a female. She has um, three claws, but only two of them coming out of her hands, one claw coming out of each foot. Um, and let, when I say this little girl kicks ass in this movie, I am telling you, she kicks ass in this movie. She goes fucking berserk on these people. She's flipping over them. She's slicing people's heads off. She's slicing limbs. She pops the claw out of her goddamn foot. She's kicking people in the groin. Kicking people in the femoral artery. Kicking people in half. It's, it's, it's nuts. I swear to God, this little girl has killed more people than all of the previous X-Men movies. She's killed more people in the two hours that she was on screen than all the rest of the X-Men movies. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. So she's, they're fighting. Um, Logan ends up fighting, and then the best part of the, of the action of this movie is, is the fact that like the, the combo, <laughs> the tag team action that they were doing, it was like Logan and then Laura, and then they're coming together. She's jumping on his back, and she's like jumping, like, springboarding off of him and then going to other people and she's flipping and and sticking claws in the people's chins and then Logan's over there just just going ham on other people and ugh glorious glorious it's so good um so they're they're working their way up to North Dakota eventually they end up getting away um and basically you you see the struggles between uh, Wolverine or Logan having having to take care of essentially his father, um, you know, uh, a Professor X, and essentially his daughter um, um, as, is Laura in X twenty three. You see that he's never had this type of relationship with people before. He's he's never had a family to 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 call his own. He's never had um, people that relied on him to do anything. Um, so he became basically their their protector. He became their leader. And Logan has always been the type of guy to be by himself. He's basically been the lone wolf um, for forever. Uh, basically, if according to the movies. Uh, according to the movies, him and Sabretooth are brothers, which is complete, complete bullshit, but whatever. Um, he's been basically, he's basically been alone for a long time, and, and the fact that now he has people that 
that rely on him, and and it's it's just something new. He doesn't know how to handle it. Um, and then there's this one part of the movie where uh, Professor X he he ends up dying. He he he's going through this monologue saying like um, they were they were in a in a farm with with a nice family that they kind of helped out, and they wanted to pay them back. By giving them, you know, uh, a nice dinner and also, um, you know, a room to stay in for the night. Um, Professor X goes into this nice monologue saying, like, this is the best night he's, he's had in a long time. He doesn't deserve this after all he's done. And how how he wish he wishes this, this night to not end. But then um, he looks up to the person he's talking to and it's and it looks like... A young Logan. You're looking at him like, is that? Why does he look different? Oh, he's a little different. It turns out to be a new Logan, X-24, that the company has made. Um, They made a clone, another clone of Logan, but more like a mechanical, more like um, uh, a different different type of clone of Logan. Um, And he's, they just... Like for in this movie, when you're watching Hugh Jackman, and he's great and he's got scars, you're just thinking to yourself, "My God, he's gotten old." <laughs> right, babe? Did you did you think that? Yeah. Like the the makeup it was so convincing. You're just like, "Yeah, I guess 17 years of playing Wolverine is gonna age you up a little bit. You're gonna get a little old." But then once X24 comes, you see. Um, Hugh Jackman as his normal self, you're like, oh, oh, that's just good makeup. Oh, no, he looks great. He looks the same way he did in X-Men 1. That's awesome. Um, so this this guy, he is basically the younger Wolverine, but he he has no emotion. He's just rage all the time. Um, so he ends up killing Professor X, and the heartbreaking thing is you see Professor X looking at Logan stabbing him in the chest and Professor X is either like thinking he's hallucinating or maybe thinks that Logan has finally just snapped he got tired of his shit he's done taking care of him and he's just go ahead and just kill uh, kill Professor X to just get rid of him for good um, then you see the, the X-24 going out and killing other people and then uh, takes Laura and he's going downstairs and he sees old man Logan and, he, and Logan is just like just just looks at him in horror but then goes straight upstairs to try to find Charles. Um, Charles is still alive at this point but then uh, Professor he picks up Professor X and just and he starts crying, he starts weeping, he starts showing emotion that he really really cared for for Xavier for Charles and then during during um, his pursuit trying to run away and to try to help Professor X he's he's saying it wasn't me it wasn't me for the love of God please no it wasn't me because to think that one of your friends betrayed you like that that's just that's just oh so heartbreaking but then um, you know he's they're trying to he's trying to find like a way to try to save him, puts him in the back of the uh, the truck. Um, Professor X then um, just stays in the back of the truck while Logan is trying to go and save Laura, and he's fighting his younger self. 
Um, and it is brutal because of the fact that, yeah, Logan's getting his licks in. He's, he's cutting this guy pretty good, but he's, again, a younger Wolverine. He's healing right away. He's got more speed. He's got more strength. And whenever old man Logan gets a hit, oh, you see it. It's just, um, he's getting clawed up, but then he's, the, the wounds are still there. He's not even healing. Uh, you just see it's an old, battered, tired... Wolverine versus a younger version of himself. Um, it is super one-sided. The only way they're able to to get away is when the owner of the house runs over X-24 and pins him against uh, some farm equipment and then shoots him in the head with a shotgun. Um, he's not dead, obviously, uh, because he can heal, but at least it gives him enough time to get away. Um, fast forward in the movie a little bit. Um, then they get to North Dakota, and it turns out the coordinates in North Dakota, or the how they how they knew to meet up in North Dakota was was through a comic book that Laura had um, of an X Men an X Men comic book, and this I thought was really cool that the fact that they put in X Men comics into an X Men movie, um, and but their explanation was. Uh, was really cool about it too. Just like all this was bullshit. Yeah, it happened maybe once or twice, but they elaborated. They embellished. This is this is complete bullshit right here. What you're reading are fairy tales. And I thought I thought it was a cool way to just say like, hey, these comics do exist in our world too, but they're not really what happened with everybody. And I think I think that was cool. Um, what'd you think about having comic books in in the movie, babe? It was clever? Yeah. What did you feel about when they found the coordinates, or when Logan found the coordinates to North Dakota in the comic books? What did you think about that? Wait, what? Because when, when they're um, finding, or when, when Logan found out where the, they're going, mm-hmm. the coordinates, it matched the same coordinates that they found in the comic book. So basically, they... We're going to North Dakota because of a comic book. Because of something made up. What did you think about that? Did you like that idea? Did you think it was dumb? Do you think that place was always there? And it just based off of something something, um, something new? Or, I like that idea. Yeah? Because it was like giving all like the new mutants like a sense of hope of yeah. it be like an escape. Yeah. And then... So do you think that place was there and they just took it and put it into the comic books or when the other kids got to that place they built that place? Mm, I want to say that was there. That was, oh, okay. Like the frame was there mm-hmm. and then all the equipment that you see like the telescope yeah. and all that yeah. I want to say they probably found it somewhere Okay. and brought it to that place. So that you think that place existed but they... They made it... Like, it was an empty, basically like an empty house, and then uh-huh. they just furnished it. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Me, I think... I think it's completely opposite. I don't think there was anything there when when the first kids got to North Dakota. I don't think anything was there. I think when the kids got there, they just started building stuff. Um, that's, that's what I... Holy crap! Okay, 
Pause. Pause the Logan. Is she fighting Nia Jax again? Yeah. This is for like the fourth week in a row. Why don't they just fucking put her in WrestleMania now? I think that's what they're planning to do, making a fatal four-way. Probably. They fucking might as well. This is like the fourth time they fought in a row. Does she have no other opponents? God damn it. I hate this. <sighs> Storyline for wrestling. Alright. But they get back they get to North Dakota and then um Laura finds her friends, her friends that were made with her, her friends that were um basically brought up with her from from the lab. Um basically the lab they made mutants. They they manufactured mutants from the genes of other mutants and raised them to be killers, raised them to be weapons. Um, and that's what basically Laura was. She, all she knew was fighting, all she knew was killing. Um, and these kids escaped with the help of Gabriella and with the help of the rest of the staff. They escaped and said to each other, we're going to meet in North Dakota. These coordinates were found in the comic book. We're all going to head there. Once we get out, and then after that, we're going to go to Canada. We're going to cross the border. We're going to be safe in Canada. Um, so they they get to North Dakota. They um, go ahead and, and try to go across the border the next day. Um, but Logan decided not to go with them. And then Laura decided, hey, I'm going to go with you instead. Um, and what got me is the little, the little dialogues that... Laura and and Logan had in the movie. It wasn't very many, but it was it was just enough. Um, just because of the fact that Laura didn't talk throughout the whole movie until basically they got to North Dakota, and Logan's like, "Are you fucking shitting me? You could talk the entire time." But she's really bilingual, so she talks English and Spanish. Um, so she's talking really, really fast, really fast Spanish. And Logan's like, all right, all right, all right, all right, shut, shut up, shut up, shut the fuck up. All right, we're going. All right, fine, we're going. So so they get there, and then basically Laura and Logan have this little exchange saying, like, you know, I'm not going with you. You're here with your friends. You'll be safe with your friends. Um, you don't want to be with me because everyone that I care about gets hurt. Um, so you're safe wherever your friends are going. And she goes then, okay, that means... Then I'll be safe because you don't give a shit about me. It's like stuff like that that really that that really good dialogue back and forth just makes me love this movie. Um, and then when they're going into their plan to go across the border, obviously the government's there. Obviously they're going to be um, trying to stop them. Um, so the kids are trying to run across the border. They're running. They're running. Um, Logan um, tries to get up and. But he's super old. He can't. He can't run like he used to. And then basically, um, they gave the kids stole some drugs and giving it to Logan to try and help him heal. Um, in the in the in the instructions for the drugs, it says, "Don't take the whole thing. Don't take the whole vial." Um, so he Logan's running. Logan's running, trying to catch up, and he can't catch up because. His, his body is just failing. His body is just too old, too battered. So he takes these drugs, sucks out the entire vial into a syringe, sticks it into his neck, and pushes down on the plunger. 
And now it's like old, not old, young Logan just going fucking nuts. He's running like 50 miles an hour, slicing people with like clotheslining people, but with his claws, just slicing heads off, cutting people up, and then he catches up to Laura. They're doing their tag team awesome shit. That was so sick. <laughs> and then by the time um, he gets to, to the kids, it's starting to wear off, and that's where X-24 is again. And then you see that X-24 again is just manhandling um, Wolverine, old man Logan. He is just uh, giving it to him, and, and Logan can't can't do it anymore. Um, he's the drugs are wearing off. He's getting tired. His body's failing, and then Laura finds a bullet that uh, Wolverine or Logan was hiding because of the fact that for a while Logan was depressed. Logan was um, just in a dark place, and he for a while didn't want to live anymore. So basically he had a bullet made out of adamantium that he was hoping that would basically end him. Um, finally give him the rest, finally give him the peace that, that he so um, so sought for uh, because of the fact that, hey, his friends are gone. His mentor is gone now. Um, the only friend he had was Caliban, and he's gone. Um, so he's basically alone. So Laura finds this bullet that Logan had, loaded into a gun, and blew the fucking head off of X-24. Um, it's weird because of the fact that Yes, that shitty Wolverine movie, that Wolverine Origins movie, that he did get shot with adamantium, with an adamantium bullet, but then his brain grew back, the, the bullet got spit out, but his he just lost his memory. But in this movie, his X-24's head just exploded. So, I don't know what to believe. I'm going to just go ahead and cut that Origins movie out of my life, because that movie was dog shit. Um, it had made... Deadpool look like ass. It made Sabretooth and Wolverine brothers. Which is so goddamn stupid. Um, but, so, head blown up. X-24. But at this point, Logan has suffered so many injuries. He got impaled through a tree. And he's basically dying. He is, he is not going to survive this one. He is um, um, breathing his last breath. He's um, pouring his heart out to Laura. Laura is crying because of the fact that she is losing um, her her whatever her her mentor for the first you know uh, for the first time someone who's actually shown her um, affection sort of. And while she was crying while Logan was dying, she she calls him daddy, and that that right there it broke me. It fucking broke me in the movie theater. I was I was breathing heavy. I my glasses were fogging up. Tears were kind of streaming down my face. Snot was coming out of my nose. It was ugly. I was ugly face crying. It was so bad. Then during that death scene that she was calling him daddy and like don't leave me. It's just ah, I'm going to cry thinking about it right now. <laughs> just so bad. Um, babe. Mm. When she's, well, how about that part? What'd you think? Oh, I cried. You cried? Yep. Oh, motherfucker. It was just so... 
it was so touching. Just, Daddy, don't leave me. No, no, no. I'm like, oh, you bitch. <laughs> don't do that to me. So he he's he's slowly, uh, you know, going away. He's telling her, you know, you're safe now. Don't be what they made you. Um, choose your path in life. Um, you don't have to be a killer. You don't have to to do what they want you to do. You don't have to do what they made you to do. Do your thing. Do your own. Live your own life, basically. Um, and then when he was dying. And she was holding his hand, and they were basically sharing this heart-to-heart. He then says, um, oh, so this is what it feels like. Um, Babe, when when he said that line, what do you think that meant? I think it can go a couple ways. Wait, what line? Um, Like, while he was dying, he said, like, oh, so this is what it feels like. Probably meant this is what it feels like to have a kid, uh-huh. or this is what it feels like to die. Ah, very good, very very good. Um, yeah, yeah, I was thinking both ways. Um, it could have gone either way. That you know, this is what it feels like to actually die now. Um, for because what for two hundred years or whatever he's been alive, um, and and he hasn't had the the quote unquote peace of death yet. Um, when when all of his um, friends and family have already left him. Um, or, it could have been, this is what it feels like because he has finally found a family. Found um, someone to, you know, care for him and for him to care for, for them at the same time. Um, and... And the fact that he just found that person, that he just found that family, and he's already leaving them, that that's that's probably the most heartbreaking part. Um, and then during the funeral, they quickly give him a like a good burial. Um, and then this mother motherfuck this movie, god damn it! During during the funeral, there was a cross hanging over over um, Wolverine's grave. Um, before walking away, before um, going across the border to Canada, um, Laura takes the cross and puts it on its side to form an X. So, to signify that he was an X-Man. He was an X-Man. He was the last remaining X-Man. And that, just that little symbolism, it didn't... It wasn't even much. It just she pulled it out on the ground, turned it to its side, and left it as an X. It's just, it's just so, it's so beautiful in its in its symbolism. I, I, again, I was crying again. God damn it! I was already like, I was good. Tears are wiped up. No more snot in my nose. But then well, during that funeral, then she turned it over to make an X. I'm like, God damn you! Damn you, movie. Damn you, damn you. Uh, but it was just... It's so good. And then after that, credits rolled. And if you're looking for post-credit scenes, there are no post-credit scenes on this on this movie. It's it's pretty good because of the fact it symbolizes that there's... This is, a, this is an end. They're ending. Because with post-credit scenes, it usually shows you what's next. Oh, finally, look, babe. Fatal 4-Way. Yeah. Fucking about time. Just make it happen. Shit. Sorry. 
Goddamn wrestling's on. My prediction came true. They're going to make it a fatal, fatal four-way. And, and also, how do people... How do the champions in wrestling lose a match, but then don't lose the belt? Like, she was the champion. Women's champion. She just lost the match. Yet she didn't lose her belt? Does it have to be a designated, like, championship title? Or championship fight? Probably. It's not like your belt is on the line every single time you fight? God damn it. Makes no sense. But, um, yeah, we were sitting there waiting for post-credit scenes, and then, um, we were sitting there, and then, what did the guy say, babe, when we were sitting there waiting for the credit scenes? Yeah, a worker that was in there. He was already cleaning up. He was like, guys, there's no credit, no post-credit scenes. I've seen this. Logan's dead. Logan's dead, y'all. He's dead. <laughs> That's it. We're like, all right, thanks, man. Thanks for, um, you know, letting us know, not wasting wasting our time. And he's like, yeah, I didn't want you to waste your time. I'm going to let you know. So, and then we wanted to be sure. I, I went ahead and... Uh, I googled it real quick, and yeah, I definitely said there's no post-credit scene, so we weren't missing anything. Um, but oh my god, this movie—it's—it is definitely, definitely one of the best superhero movies ever made. Um, it pulls on every heartstring, it pulls on every emotion. It gives you joy, it gives you sadness, uh, gives you excitement, it gives you thrills. Um, I just. I don't. I don't know where I would put it right now in my um, top movie, top all time favorite movies. Um, but it's definitely up there with you know favorite superhero movies. Definitely, of course, for sure, up there with um, Dark Knight, up there with Captain America: Civil War. It's between those three in my top three um, as far as favorite superhero movies. It's, it's hard to kind of distinguish because of the fact that uh, Civil War and, and Logan had such a different feel, as long and also with Dark Knight, it had a different feel. But this is definitely one of those game-changer movies. Um, like, like how Deadpool was a game-changer movie. It showed you that rated R um, superhero movies can work. Um, rated R superhero movies... Um, do have a uh, have an audience out there and uh, shows you that Deadpool as a character can work. This movie just solidifies that rated R uh, rated R superhero movies for sure work and beautifully. Um, Deadpool was more of like an experiment. They were hoping it for it to work, and they were you know putting in raunchy comedy, lots of blood, lots of violence. But this one is more. Just solidifying the fact that rated R superhero movies definitely are something, and definitely are forced to be to be recognized um, in the movie community. Um, babe, out of ten, what would you give this movie? Yeah, out of ten. I mean, I haven't really, I haven't seen all of. The X Men movies, or uh-huh. like all of like the Wolverine movies. Uh-huh. I would say this is probably like the first Wolverine movie. 
I've seen. No. Yeah. You didn't see the Wolverine? No. The one where they're in Japan? No. You didn't see that one? No. Uh, I never really got into, like, superhero movies until we started dating. <laughs> so, I would say a nine. Oh, yo, ooh, that's very like high. Eight, eight, nine. Eight, nine? Yeah. Babe, you gotta pick one. Eight and a half. Okay, 8.5. So you give it a John Wick. Yes. A John Wick is an 8.5. Yes. So you definitely give it an 8.5. Very good. What were, what What would make it out of 10 for you? What would make it a 10? So right now, it's an 8.5. Yes. Okay, that's good. Me, on the other hand, to be honest, I'm going to... I believe I gave Civil War a 9.5. I'm going to give this one a 9.5 as well. Um, it's really well done. And it was such a good send-off for Hugh Jackman for and this character. Um, cause you got to see the character as he first came and when he finally died at the end of this movie, the, the full, the full evolution of this character and also as him playing this character. He played this role since, for 17 years now and that's, that's mind blowing. Usually, like, look at, look at Spider-Man. How many Spider-Men do we have? Three. Uh, look at how many Batman we had. Uh, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, um, George Clooney, um, uh, Christian Bale, uh, uh, Ben Affleck. We had five. Five Batman. Um, so the fact that he stayed, you know, in, in the series, stayed so true to, to this character, um, stayed with this character for so long, it's just... You know, it's incredibly mind-blowing. You know, even in the universe, even in the X-Men universe, the X-Men cinematic universe, how many people played Cyclops? Like, three, I think. How many people played Beast? Uh, two, I believe. How many people played Magneto? Two. How many people played Professor X? Two. Hugh Jackman was the only constant in those movies. Um, and to see him go out like this, to see him go on on, on top with a... A fucking fantastic movie. That's 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 perfect. That's perfect, hands down. Um, I can't I can't like this movie anymore. I can't. Um, only reason why it's a nine point five for me, not a ten. It's just because. It's because Wolverine's dead. <laughs> um, true, but I think for me. They, they missed a spot. They, they missed an opportunity. I feel, instead of having X-24 in there, um, they could have. I know X-24 is, is someone in the Marvel Universe, and he, but he wasn't, you know, he's not a, a huge character in the Marvel Universe. Um, and I get it, you know, X-23, X-24, we want to show it. But I think what would have been cool if they showed Dakin, um, Wolverine's actual son. Um, he also has three claws. He also has healing factor, but he can also change his pheromone levels 
um, to basically control uh, other people's uh, control other people, make them do what he wants to do. Um, the thing that's different with Dakin is that two claws come from hit on top of the wrists, um, like Wolverine, like uh, X twenty three, but the third claw comes from the bottom, um, the bottom of his wrist, kind of like uh, uh, Spider Man's webbing where it comes out of. You know, the bottom of the wrist there. Um, that's where the third uh, claw comes out. So, it's not just three on top, but it's more like surrounding his 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 fist with claws. I think they might have missed an opportunity to, to show Dakin, like, oh, this is your clone daughter, your adoptive daughter, but here's your real son that you forgot about. Um, I think that would have been cool, but... Again, I love the direction that they did in this movie. I love everything that they did in this movie. Um, I just think that maybe they missed an opportunity to, sh- to show and showcase Dakin. But you know what? It might have been too many characters because you're already introducing X-23 as his daughter. But then now you're introducing this other guy that has his powers too. So it's a little weird. But um, again, I like this movie a lot. Uh, if you haven't seen it and you listened to this whole podcast and you haven't seen it yet... One, I'm sorry. Two, you messed up. You should have watched it before. I gave you a warning in the beginning. I gave you that warning. Um, but, yeah, so um, I'm, I want to watch it again. I want to watch it again. But then, you know, there's so many other things to watch, like Beauty and the Beast. Right now, Robin and I are watching Iron Fist. Uh, we're probably going to review Iron Fist um, later next week or maybe the week after, whenever we get to the finishing that. Um but please, go ahead and tell us what's your favorite part of Logan. Uh, what do you think about X-23? Do you think she'll be the next Wolverine in whatever Wolverine or X-Men movies that are coming out? Uh, do you think they should have put in Dakin instead of X-24? Uh, how did you like Professor X as, as, a, as more or less a comic relief? But, you know, how do you think they portrayed him? Do you think they like it? Do you hate it? Um, do you like the fact that um, he was the world's worst Uber driver. I love that. I love the fact that he was a terrible Uber driver. But, um, as always, go ahead, like, subscribe, comment, um, let us know how you like this. Please spread the word on, on this podcast. Um, you know, uh, go ahead and, 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 uh, tell your friends about it. Go check out my, uh, my friend Preston's, uh, podcast here, These Thoughts. He's on SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, uh, Apple, no, 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 iTunes, um, Google Play, um, you can tweet me, um, you know, your, your input on the movie at, on Twitter, it's, uh, ChunkyDog85, C-H-U-N-K-Y-D-O-G-G-85, um, find me on my Facebook page, just type in just a little sip, um, you can find Preston's Facebook page, um, hear these thoughts podcast. Uh, he's probably going to review the movie too. So uh, listen to that. Uh, to listen to that episode whenever it drops. But um, guys, as always, whenever you're feeling parched, remember all you need is just a little sip. All right, guys. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. Any any other words, babe? Uh, no. Nope. That's it. All right, guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.